Good afternoon, everybody. How are you today? And welcome to the latest edition of Drew Mania Live. Nice to have you with us on this Monday, the 11th day of June, the year 2018. And of course, this is yours truly, Andrew L. Perry. Oh, I love that warm applause, do I? Coming to you live and at you from the busy streets of Brooklyn, New York, as I chat to you what is happening in the world of sports. Well, we got we got to we'll talk about the baseball. We'll talk about uh, Justify winning the winning the, the triple crown, become the 13th horse to win the triple crown. But we'll begin with will will we put a finishing ball tie in the NBA season as the Golden State Warriors won their second NBA title in the last four years and Durant is your MV Durant is your finals MVP. Um you in my eyes you could have gone either you could have gone you could have gone honestly I would have given it to LeBron. This is just me. Cause I think LeBron the LeBron and I get to LeBron in a second, okay? Even though LeBron to me dominate dominate his game on a losing effort he should have been MVP and he would be for the first and LeBron would be the first losing 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 to win an MVP a finals MVP in the losing on a losing effort since um Jerry West and I forget I don't remember I don't recall what year it was back in the back in 72 73 right around there early 70s but um nonetheless the Warriors were just. Are we so? Are, are, should we honestly? Should we be shocked that the Warriors was going to be title? Was going to be champions? The answer is no, because we knew go, go going in that Golden State was going to win this game. We just knew. So why are we? Why are we shocked? Why? Are, there's no point of being shocked. There's no point being, um, amazed, because. It was a mismatch from the get-go. Even la- going back to last year, it was a mismatch. I, how great LeBron is. But it was just too much Golden State and too much shooters. And when Golden State, when they have to, when they have shooters, when they have a lot of shooters, Curry, a lot of guys to go to, Curry, Thompson, Durant, Green every now and then. This Warriors team is going to be tough to beat. No question about it. And we see it in this po- in this postseason in the last in the last 2 years, I should say. Last year they cruised. They cruised to the Western Conference. Last year there was challenge to the the team uh, to you know, in the Western Conference they got challenged by a team who's by far in the in the whole Golden State dynasty, whatever you want to call it, the Warriors has been challenged by the Houston Rockets. And if the Houston Rock and let's co- and let's be and let's cut to the chase. If Golden State, if excuse me, if Houston would have made their shots, they if they would have made their shots in that seventh game of the Western Conference Finals, we wouldn't be talking about Golden State winning the title right now. Better yeah, they had they, should, they had no business being in the NBA Finals. 
But give the war. You, you have to give the Warriors credit. You have to give credit where credit is due. Okay, the Warriors took advantage of the took advantage of the Rockets' missed opportunities, and in the result, they got they find a way in the NBA Finals, and they cruise. Um, through the NBA Finals. Now, I haven't said all that. To Cleveland to quit the way they did, it should be. Uh, is it, I didn't watch the game on Friday, but that was disgraceful. That was disgraceful in so many levels. Now I didn't see the body language how LeBron, how LeBron is and stuff like that, and people say and people here saying left or right that Cleve he might go to he might the best fit would be. Philadelphia, he's not going to go to state. Let's throw that out of the mist or whatever the case may be. He might, damn. But I hear two people that say, two people that say that LeBron might stay. My sister is one of them. My sister is one. And I forgot who else. But to me, the point is this. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers quit in game four. And you could make a case they quit in the fourth quarter in game three. Because to me, if they would have won game three, this series would have been a much, a much interesting. Forget about game one for a second. We all know they had game one won in the bag. And game one, honestly, was the only shot. Of getting them, get making us giving giving themselves a chance, but you cannot at home, you cannot, and in any circumstances, let go this get let opposing team come in your building and and celebrate on your home floor. That you can't happen. I don't care what team you're on. And you could say about, let me tell you something. You could say about LeBron. LeBron is a great player, and LeBron is, is a great player. And when his career is all said and done, he will become one of the greatest players in the history of the game. No question about it. But the biggest problem, but, but what does it say? Last Friday, when your team, when you, LeBron not just quit, his whole team quit. That don't look good. That don't look good at all. In a championship round, when the team needed you the most, I'm not saying Cleveland was going to come back. I didn't say, I'm not saying Cleveland would have come back. But at least you would not go down without a fight. And losing by 20 points is not going down without a fight. You guys just flat out quit, and that is a disgrace. That is really a utter, utter disgrace. There's no way around it. And let me say this about Le- listen, LeBron could go wherever or whatever he wants, but here's the bottom line: no matter where he goes, y'all gonna criticize him anyway. Y'all gonna criticize him anyway. So what's the point? If he stays, 
Hey, nobody's going to nobody's going to kill him for it. But here's a, it's hard to put in, in in perspective about the NBA and uh, about the whole season of the NBA. And LeBron shows you time and time again that he could carry a team by himself. He proved it. He proved it time and time again. Remember, this is the St. Cleveland Cavaliers who swept the number one Toronto Raptors. This is the same team that beat the Boston Celtics in seventh game. Seventh. Seventh. Imagine that. Seventh game. So, you can't tell me. You can't tell me the the, the Cleveland the Cleveland Cavaliers could could get a lot better. But uh, I'm gonna uh, let me I'm gonna put this in pers- I'm gonna put this in perspective, okay? Can we can matter of fact forget the perspective? Can we stop? I don't want to hear. I don't. I'm with Stephen A. Smith on this. I don't want to hear any more comparison to Jordan and LeBron. Enough already. And little, and you, and I would figured by twenty six, by twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, that y'all would have stopped with the comparison between him and Jordan already. The difference between Jordan and him. Jordan had a. Jordan. Had tougher, um, tough competitors, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Pistons. Hell, even the Blazers was was a tough team. And Jordan had a better ca- supporting cast. LeBron don't, cause otherwise. This series would this series this series we just watched just just now it'd have been a lot different. But you know what it. You know what. This is. But I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm now I'm gonna say this. This will probably go down as the worst NBA the worst two NBA finals matchup. Or NBA Finals we have ever seen. Outside of Game One, which it was an intriguing game, but it wasn't a classic game. But outside of that, that series was boring, boring, boring. There is no se- There's no. There's no sex appeal. There's no attractiveness between these two teams. There was nothing. Even in the last four years, there was nothing. Even when LeBron came back for three one deficit, the Warriors overall was just a better team than Cleveland. That's all it is. No other way to say it. There's no other way to put it. And and now, 
when January when July first hits, we the LeBron sweepstakes will begin. Will he stay or will he go? The answer remains to be seen. Now let's now let's go to the let's move. That's the story with the NBA season and the in the NBA in the NBA season, I should say. Let's move on to um. Let's talk about the the baseball. The Subway Series, as the Yankee, as the Yankees took two out of three from the Mets after the Mets won last night, and Seth Lugo look uh, had a look sensational. Had a lot, had a couple of strikeouts, and so is Seferino, Seferino, and I said, um, I said in this tele, I said in the in the, in the show before that I thought Syndergaard had the best slider in baseball. Well. I, 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 you could say that you could make I can make a case now for Luis Seferino. Despite the fact Luis Seferino has continued to look sensational, and this was his first, this was his fir- and his ninth game lo- winning streak came to came to an end last night. As, as the Yankees, what can you say? Still have the best have the best record in baseball. And the Mets, who are, let's be honest, have a lot of grounds to get, a lot of grounds to get, a lot of grounds to catch up. And it looked like they're not going to catch up grounds anytime soon. It really, look, it really doesn't. As, as, as a Mets fan, where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? Because this Mets team was, was 18, 11 and 1. In Mar in March and April, they started off incredible, and after May fifteenth, eleventh. Let's put it this way: after they came, after they lose to Atlanta Braves, the this Mets team have not looked the same since. They can't hit and run into scoring position. They they pitching they starting pitching has been solid. It's always been solid. The bullpen has not. The bullpen had lost games for them, left and right. The manager, don't let me get started on on Mickey Callaway. He had, I don't know what the heck he's doing. We don't know how. We don't know what the hell is he doing. What is he doing? Like seriously, what the hell is he doing? Seriously, he, he this Mets team has, he has look all he made he made this Mets team look awful. And July is, July is not too far. And sooner or later, the Mets gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to do something. They look like they're gonna be sellers, unless they turn it around. And they can't turn around. But the pro- would it be likely? The answer is the answer is simply no. Because the last couple of games, the last forty-eight games, what they've been. In running the scoring position, they have been two, two out of 30, 32 in runs the scoring position. And I get, and I, and I bet they have one of the worst, have one of the worst percentage in baseball. The Mets have looked awful, 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 awful. There's no way around it. No way around it. And if you're if you're the owner, 
if you're the owner, you got you to gotta spend some money. You really do. It's time for the Mets to stop being cheap. You want this team to get into the right track. You can't keep putting a Band-Aid and expect your team to, to, to be an elite like the Washington Nationals or the or the New York Yankees or whatever whoever team you you can mention. You cannot put keep putting a, keep putting a band-aid and expect to win. We have seen this team time after time after time after time again. Actually since 1986. And we've seen in baseball. The only way you're going to win. The only way you're going to win or win a championship. You're going to have, eventually, sooner or later, you're going to have to spend money. You don't believe me? Ask the, ask the Yankees. Why do you think the Yankees have won more titles than any other team in, no, in, in, in baseball, but in, but in sports in general? The Mets are going to have to do that sooner or later. And it starts tonight against against the Atlanta Braves. Listen, baseball is a marathon. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how much I can say it. Is it's a marathon, and the Mets. I'm not going to tell you that the Mets could could do it. They can. The problem is, would they? That's the question I have. Because the way I see it right now, I, I, I as a Mets fan, I don't know how you could be confident that this team could turn it around. I don't know how. I really don't. And I and 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 they have shown me the last couple of games. They have, they have they you can't be they they are, they have no confidence. This Mets look like they've been defeated. And don't worry when Cespedes come back. When Cespedes come back, the Mets will fan will will pick it up. Now, as far as trip, as far as the triple, as far as the putting the bull tie in the in the triple crown se- season for horse racing, Justify is just one of the greatest horse I have personally ever seen. Justify just look And like my grandma said, anytime you turn that corner and stay in that stay close to that gate cause once you get to that get to that get to close to that gate and go go down the stretch, you got him. And I never seen a horse and have have faced a lot, a lot, lot of messy weather from the from the messy mud, which is not that much on the on the Kentucky Derby, and at the Preakness with the fog to the Belmont Stakes, he just looked. I don't know what to say, man. I really do. He just looked so dominant. Dominant. And coming in and coming into Saturday, we all thought he was gonna be threatened. Threatened from who? 
Bravio, Zavato, Zavicho, or whatever it might be. He just looks so superior. So superior. He really does. I don't know how I don't know how else to explain it. I really don't. But Justify became the became the thirteenth thirteenth winner to to win the triple crown. And as we all thought we would we after American Pharaoh I didn't watch American Pharaoh. I said to myself, we said to ourselves, we probably not gonna see that type of, we probably not gonna see that type of, type of run again. <laughs> Boy, we were wrong. Boy, we were wrong. But this is why we watch. This is why we watch the horse race. This is why we. This is why we watch. Uh, the Triple Crown season. And on that note, that's going to do it for this edition of Ant of Drew Many Alive. Thank you so much for listening. For more information, please follow my show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. I will have more episodes tomorrow. I'll be back here tomorrow talking to you what's happening in the world of sports. Until then, this is Andrew Perry always saying to you, Shalom, let peace go with you. And I'll talk to you in the next Drew Many Alive. So long, everybody, and enjoy the rest of your afternoon.